0: I am stoked to have this guest on tonight. I have been trying to make this work. First, it was supposed to be IRL pre-COVID, then it was right after everything happened with COVID. I was trying to do it remote and everything was too crazy for me. I'm finally in somewhat of a rhythm and flow and I'm so excited to have the amazing Michael Farah, who is the Aesthetic Director at Rejuvenate Medical Spa, which is actually located in Encino, California. He's also the founder of Realm Skincare, which is a unique skincare line offering medical grade skincare that only uses clean ingredients, actually clean, which are even safe for pregnant and breastfeeding women. He's originally from Chicago, Illinois, and he moved here eight years ago to Los Angeles to marry his wife, Tanya, and they have a three-year-old son together. Michael, welcome to my show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. So a little backstory for everyone that's listening. Michael um, had me come in, like I said, pre-COVID when I was um, pregnant with my second Arlie and I was getting amazing facials and skin treatments that were all super safe while pregnant. And he would they would take pictures of my skin beforehand and then show me results after. And it was absolutely amazing. And I was in love with the service and everything we were doing, and then sadly, <laughs> uh, quarantine and COVID and everything hit, and I was super pregnant, and you know I was um, stuck at home. And thank God that I had the Realm skincare, which I really believe truly saved my skin so much through the end of pregnancy, since I wasn't able to do all that self-care that I was doing in your office, and continue to do it now postpartum but before we kind of get into all that and the fact that i was you know going to your amazing medical spot everything i want to just tell a little bit more about yourself michael of how you kind of got into this you know you're originally from chicago like tell us a little bit about you
1: so it's completely it was completely new to me um i was always into anti-aging and um you know aspects of of that but uh I was in a completely like different business line. I was more of like an entrepreneur. I was even like a commodities trader for eight years. Um, and like, I was in the frozen yogurt business. It was just like crazy stuff. And then when I met my wife, I was moving to LA and my father had a medical practice um, and uh, he was doing some cosmetic stuff, but it wasn't really like established. Um, I really just started, I dove into it and I, I spent about a year learning everything about aesthetics and anti-aging and treatments and all that and uh went to lectures and you know watched you know videos and attended seminars and just really like immersed myself in it and um just became really educated in the field and then I wanted to just expand it and yeah and rejuvenate medical spa kind of it is what it is so um and then that led obviously to like uh building a skincare line but uh, that that more came about when my wife was pregnant with our first child and um, I started going through the ingredients of the product she was using and I was just scared shitless because I was so anal about ingredients about what you know what she was eating and what she was putting on her skin and I couldn't believe all these skincare lines that deem themselves natural and uh, they, they were very toxic so That's when I started to realize there wasn't really anything that was, uh, you know, there's organic skincare lines, but they don't really do anything for your skin. You know, they don't really, they're not game changers. And so I started looking into what ingredients are natural and what ingredients can actually change and transform your skin. So that's kind of how Realm Skin came about.
0: Yeah. And I love what you say, like, you know, so many are toxic and also like so many say, quote unquote, natural organic, but then they're not actually doing shit. Like, yeah, it's great that they're great, you know, for you to use and you don't have to worry about them being toxic, but like they're not doing anything. So it's like, okay, great. So for all these months that I'm being safe because I'm pregnant or I'm breastfeeding, like I know i'm safe but like it's not doing anything for my skin so really i'm just kind of stuck and i love that you were like okay there should be an actual product or product line that actually lets you still do good for your skin but then still do like right by your body and your baby
1: exactly exactly so it's it's i mean listen those organic lines and things like that it's better than doing nothing but you know as you know so many women go through so many skin changes when they're pregnant Um, just from like just just acneic skin or you know melasma what they call a pregnancy mask things like that and there's really nothing they can do right because you know I mean we we started doing stuff with you remember we were doing like vampire facials and things like that which are still safe to do when you're pregnant Um, but but then obviously COVID hit so
0: yeah, we were doing exactly. that. We did, we did the hydrofacial. We did like a bunch of different, um, like, uh, what was it, like, derma scrubs, like, to help exfoliate my skin. I mean, we did all kinds of amazing, um, you know, processes and everything, um, in your office. And even like after each time, like I said, we would look at pictures. You guys would take pictures before and after, and we would see such a difference in my skin and what a change. And it's crazy how much you know, from doing that, and then, you know, continuing to use your skincare every day, you know, all the way now into three months postpartum, like, I still have seen my skin look so much better, and so much healthier, and just, like, still have a little bit of, you know, collagen to it, and, like, have life to it, and and not just look so tired, and it's, like, you know, brightening and illuminating. And it's so nice. And so many people say to me, when it'd be on and off social media, they'll be like, Oh my gosh, you know, for, you know, having a baby, like your skin still like looks good. Or like, you still have a glow about you. So this, and I'm like, well, let me tell you, I'm not getting really much sleep. So it's definitely not that it is definitely the products I'm using, you know, it is like, and it's crazy to see how much better. And I told you when I first started going to like with my first daughter, Amelia, like I had a full blown, you know, pregnancy acne. And then after I had her, I had like serious cystic acne. So I was like, definitely afraid to have cystic acne again with my second. And I really believe that like your products have helped me so much. I have, you know, little flare ups here and there, definitely from breastfeeding and hormones. And like right now I could see I have a couple like by my chin that I know are hormonal, but it's nowhere near what I went through with my first, you know, birth and postpartum. Well
1: make sure you tell everyone I didn't pay you to say that.
0: <laughs> no, you did, not pay, you did not pay me to say that. Although I am dying to get back in the office. I told my husband, I'm like, I may want to go back in for a facial sometime soon. He is open. Like I would like to go back um, because you guys have been super safe and everything and have been open. And and since, you know, the world has slowly opened back up. But uh, I know I, I seriously, like no endorsement, just straight up, like, you know, I, I love you and your office and everything you guys do. And I love your product line. And to be honest, like I, you know, I am a little bit of like a product whore in the sense of, you know, I'm sent so much stuff and so much stuff, you know, is oh, this and oh that and try this. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'll try this and I'll try that. And I always check the ingredients to make sure everything's super safe, but I still will be like, okay, if it's good for, you know, supposedly good ingredients, good for me, then I'll try it. I had no idea like when I was talking to you in one of our sit downs when we were chatting and working together and you were like, listen, those products are fine. But if you look at like how, I remember this like really blew my mind, Michael, when you said this to me and I was telling my husband this, when you were like, think of your face as almost like a big, like great or fence. And like, if it's not actually getting through and like penetrating, it's kind of just sitting there. It's not really doing anything. And I, I really like started thinking about that. I was like, wow, so many things I'm using maybe actually aren't actually penetrating my skin and they're just kind of sitting there. And like, what is that really doing for me? Whereas like Realm skincare, I can really tell when I'm using it, like, oh shit, like it's working. I just told you the other day, I was texting you and I said to you, oh my God, I need more of the, you know, the vitamin that I've been using because I'm almost out of it. And I can tell already like that my skin is like acting up a little bit for not using it. So, you know, it, de- it definitely works. And not only does it work, but it like, you can see the results and it and I've been what I started seeing you back in was it mmm um, trying to remember now I have baby brain was it the beginning of the year?
1: Uh, I think it was even last year, maybe end of yeah, last I mean,
0: year. You might have been right. Yeah. Cause it was I was like in second trimester, right?
1: Um yeah, you weren't you weren't that big.
0: Yeah. I was okay. like I was kind of like just starting. Yeah. So probably, yeah, you're right. So probably was last year. And I mean I've been going for quite some time and I saw such a difference in that time. So can you talk like to the audience a little bit about some of the things that we did and like why they were um, so good for my skin or, you know, anyone else's for that matter and how it was, you know, how it is completely safe? Because I think a lot of times, you know, um, moms to be or moms are really nervous to do a lot of different treatments because of the fact that it maybe isn't safe during pregnancy or with breastfeeding. So can you share a little bit of that with us?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, to talk about what you were just saying, the That's like one of the biggest scams of skincare is that, you know, the ingredients can be good, but if it's not penetrating your skin, you know, what's it good for, right? Because if you want your skin to change, you technically have to injure your skin in a way, right? So the product has to like get deeper into the skin, you know, like even past the epidermis into the dermis and it has to actually injure the skin in a way, right? Like almost irritate the skin, right. But in, in, in a, in a safe way, and that's how you promote change to your skin. So, like the analogy that I gave you was like, you know, that, that, uh, like a chain link fence, right? So, you can, like, if you throw a baseball at a fence, it's not going to go through, right? Because the ball's bigger than the hole. But, you know, if you throw a golf ball, you know, you can get it in there. So, it's really like the, the secret to skincare is getting like the molecule size small enough that it actually penetrates your skin. Otherwise, it's just sitting on top of your skin. So that's, that's one of like the key things. So um, with skincare and obviously you're not gonna get that information just by like looking at a bottle and looking at the ingredients, right? So that's the that's the biggest disconnect and it's not really the consumer's fault cause they're just eating up that the marketing or like the, the packaging and, and the beautiful colors and whatever they see, but they don't really think about like, is this really like doing anything for me? And so, but in terms of the treatments that you were doing um, you know, we, ha- we have to like gear things to um you know a, a pregnant woman right so we can't like do anything like where it could obviously like affect the baby so we were doing like you said like so it was it wasn't really hydrofacial what you were doing you were doing like a different version of it what we call like aquafusion effects because it's similar to a hydrofacial but it includes like microdermabrasion so we were like doing exfoliation and we were um putting like hyaluronic acid into your skin just to like basically hydrate your skin and we were doing like microneedling and things like that. So, I mean, they're all like, you know, technically safe for pregnant women. We can't promote it as safe. Like we always tell our patients check with your doctor first to make sure, um, you know, just cause we don't want to, you know, obviously like be liable for anything, but um, in, in, in that sense, like there's nothing harmful to the baby. We're not, you know, we're not in- injecting any chemicals. We're not putting any heat into your, into your body or anything like that. So. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have, we have treatments that we know that, you know, pregnant women can do or breastfeeding women can do. And obviously no injectables like Botox and things like that. It's just, you know, more of just skincare and maintenance when you're pregnant and try to like induce change a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, and like, so for the products that I have, that I've been using that you gave me, I have the real queen, um, cleanser, right. And then I have, um, the vitamin, um, what is it? Is it a serum or it's called, is
1: it a- it's called potency, but yeah, it's, it's primarily a vitamin C product and it, uh, it's super strong. Um, you know, but you're probably like used to it by now. So I don't know if your skin like tingled a little bit or even like burned a little bit when you first put it on. But, um, so that's like a really great product because so vitamin C is obviously an antioxidant. It's super healthy for your skin, you know, topically, obviously it's very healthy for your skin. If you, you know, obviously if you, absorb it if you eat it right through like whether foods or, or vitamins but um it's like a we had a we have a special formulation that like it makes your sunscreen even eight times stronger when you put this on before your sunscreen right so it's super protective to your skin and that's really one of the biggest things like people don't realize like just using sunscreen alone just to like slow down the aging process is so important even if you're not doing anything for your skin just the mere fact that you're not damaging your skin or you're you're slowing down the aging process that's like a huge win by itself right so um that sunscreen is like a whole nother conversation because like most sunscreens are so toxic for people and they don't even realize it but um yeah you were using like a product called potency which was vitamin c and and vitamin e and ferulic acid and which sunscreen were you using you're using like the reflect 42 the tinted one
0: yeah i was using yeah i still am your your tinted one that you gave me Mm -hmm.
1: So that's that's super awesome, and it's it has hyaluronic acid in it, so it doesn't dry your skin out, and it's super protective uh, because it's only zinc and titanium dioxide. So all the uh, 99% of the sunscreens out there, literally 99% I'm not even exaggerating, are toxic to your skin because they're chemical sunscreens.
0: Wow,
1: it's crazy. So if you go to like a your a CVS or Ralph's or, you know, your typical grocery store or pharmacy and you go through the aisles and you you go to that section where there's sunscreen, almost always the only safe sunscreen are the children's sunscreen where they're like straight up zinc oxide. Right. And, uh, but no one wants to wear that because it makes your face look ghostly white and pasty. Right. So that's why we created a tinted zinc oxide and titanium dioxide sunscreen, because you you still have to want to wear it. Otherwise you're not going to wear it right so
0: yeah that's so true well and it's crazy you just said like you know that it really is so toxic so many of them and it's like they'll say oh it's fine but like it's actually toxic and that like blows my mind how many i mean i know obviously companies lie but it's just crazy when you really like get into it and like you said you got so heavy into it because your wife being pregnant and breastfeeding that you were like horrified by looking at the bottles and going like oh my god this is terrible it's terrible it's terrible and you think when you know you buy these products and they say like you know natural products you know on the outside but it's like really they're just using the word both the bullshit word natural just because they add a natural ingredient but meanwhile there's all kinds of toxic shit in it
1: it's so horrible don't even get me started (laughs) but
0: um no please share because i think this is so important (laughs) for people
1: so, like these chemical sunscreens, where like you know anyone that's listening, if they if they go to the back of their sunscreen on, on the label, they're gonna see they're gonna see ingredients like oxybenzone, abobenzone, octinoxate, homosalate, right? Things they don't really realize what they're doing, and those are all chemical sunscreens. And so people think, oh, I'm wearing sunscreen, I'm doing something good, but they're actually systemic. So they're they're getting into your bloodstream, and most of these ingredients are actually um, not allowed to be put in, in skincare ingredient, in skincare products in Europe and in Asia, the United States is so far behind when it comes to like product safety, right? And you would think we're, we'd be on the forefront, but you know, America's more on the forefront of making money rather than like, you know, public safety. And so these ingredients, they did a study, I can't remember what, what, in what country, I think it was Switzerland, they did a study and it showed, these ingredients showed up in breast milk Okay, of breastfeeding women, and so that means that these children are are you know ingesting these these chemical sunscreens, and these chemical sunscreens are classified as hormone disruptors. Okay, so now you're you're changing the hormone levels of not only like the mother, but you're changing the hormone levels of the ch- of the child. So and now people are wondering like why you know melasma is so um, you know is so apparent these days and. Uh, all these other like autoimmune diseases. And, you know, it, so there's, there, there are more studies that even, you know, try to um, suggest that there's links between breast cancer and ovarian cancer, because those are all, those are hormonal um, conditions, right. You know, and that's how you mm-hmm. get them. So all these products are really harming you. So they're not only like not helping you, but they're harming you. And that's just, what's really scary. So unfortunately, you know, so when patients come in, I, and you know, especially women, one of the first things I ask them is like, what sunscreen they're using, and I look up their product. And then, you know, I just try to educate them, because they really don't know, and they're shocked to to learn about it. And it's just, you know, it's so hard, right? Because they're, you know, I only have, you know, you know, you see 20 or 30 patients in a day, you can only educate so many people, right? And then, you know, but Eventually. So the FDA actually recently came out and they said we are going to look into these ingredients, which they're basically admitting that these ingredients are harmful, but they haven't really said anything yet, because it's gonna destroy, you know, the skincare industry if they start disallowing these ingredients. Cause literally almost every sunscreen product, you know, almost every makeup, you know, a woman comes in, she says, Oh, I, I don't wear sunscreen, but my but my makeup has SPF. And I'm like, Oh, really? Well, why don't you show me which makeup you're using and let's see what SPF is in there. And then, you know, nine out of 10 times, it's one of these chemical ingredients. So, you no, know, it's it's just one of those things. Eventually, like everyone will wake up to it, but, you know, you know, hopefully people that are listening will, will go check the labels of their products and, you know, make a change.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that like a good, like kind of first tip to dive into this is like, go get your, you know, sunscreens, even go get like your skincare and flip those bottles over and start reading what's in them.
1: So a really cool tool. And I think I even showed you this once there's uh, there are, there are apps out there that will like um, you type in, you type in the name of the product and then they'll like rate, you know, maybe one through nine. There's, so there's an app I use, it's called think dirty and uh, you, you, they don't have every product in there, but they have a lot of them and you type in the product name and it basically tells you how clean or how dirty the product is. And it's uh, so that's like a good start. You know, not every product is in there. And then there's like uh, you know, the, the website EWG environmental working group, you can go on there and like look up ingredients. And listen, I mean, it, it's annoying because you want to think that you can trust, you know, a company that they have the, your best interest in mind, but they don't. Right. So, And it's not so much that they don't have your, they're not trying to hurt you, but a lot of these like medical grade skincare products, they, they're trying to change, they're trying to transform your skin for the better and they're successful in doing it. Right. So by using these products, your, your skin does look better, but at what cost, right? What are you doing to your body at the same time? So that's why it's really hard to find like a, a combination product that's safe. And that's actually efficacious to transforming your skin for the better.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I, I do remember actually you telling me about think dirty now that you just said it. Um, I remember showing me the app and saying like this is a simple way to kind of look at what you have. And I remember too, like even um when we first started working together, I texted you like a bunch of the stuff that I was using and you were like, Yeah, no, that's not clean. And I was like, Okay, garbage. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, um, but again, like so many of these bottles say that they're clean. So you just blindly trust that they are until you actually like do the research and realize like, oh, this is actually crap that I'm putting on my face or putting on my body.
1: Yeah. And like you said, you have so many products, right? You're, you're an influencer, you know, people know who you are. So they're sending you products, right? And they're, and, and they want you to try them. And you have like, and you have like, you probably have hundreds of bottles of, of all this stuff in your bathroom and you know, and I'm, I'm the same way. Cause all these companies want us to carry their products in our, in our office. And so I have all this stuff and I literally either throw away half of it. All right. Like I always tell our patients, like, you know, either throw it away or give it to somebody you don't like.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Here's a Christmas present to you. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. I, I didn't even think about that yet. Cause you do, you carry other lines in your actual medical center. So you must like go through so much to decide what you're going to put in there.
1: Yeah. We used to carry so many different products and we eliminated so much, right. We really stream like streamlined it because uh, we used to carry products that were like toxic. I just wasn't, you know, I trusted names. I trusted like, you know, you know, doctors that would um, endorse these products and, in reality like doctors don't know they don't know ingredients like they don't they don't learn that in school you know so unless they take the time to to go learn th- these things like they don't know they just they just know results and they they just know uh you know basic ingredients but same with like same with nutrition right like you know doctors aren't like nutritional experts so you know they tell you to eat you know like meat and chicken and dairy and all these things and Literally, like, those those foods cause inflammation, which cause problems with your skin. So it's just, like, it's just a domino effect, right? It's just not just, like, the skincare. It's our diets. It's, like, there's so many things that affect our skin, right? Whatever you eat shows up on the outside.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I can always tell when I, have like, had a bunch of stuff I shouldn't have, and then I look at my skin, I'm like, mm, okay. I <laughs> guess I should uh, tone that back. And I was going to say, like, to that um, effect, like, do you, you know, because you are such a, you know, skin guru and everything like do you feel like you are overall pretty good about what you eat personally and like same with your family because you just are so aware and like awake to all this
1: so yeah I'm I'm um I'm I would say like an 80 90 percent like vegan vegetarian so I do eat meat you know once in a while just because like I like I tell my wife like I'm already tainted so it's like i (laughs) might. I can't go whole turkey, but like our son, who's three, he's the vegetarian. Um, He's not vegan because like he's had eggs, but we give him like pasture raised eggs. And, you know, obviously like when we go out and like, we'll we'll let let him have ice cream or, you know, here and there, things like that. So he's it's not like he's been like, he's completely dairy free, but um, definitely like no meat, you know, no chicken, um, you know, and and, uh, listen, like you, you do what you can, but like, it's, you know, All of these, like, you know, so many children are sick these days, right? So many children are like even pre-diabetic or they're like overweight by the time they're like eight or nine years old. And, and it's, it's from the food, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing else. So you really have to be careful, but like my wife is, you know, she's probably almost completely vegan. So it's, it's easy. Like we did it together. And so she really like, she kind of started when she was pregnant and uh, we've carried it on, you know, pretty much ever since, but I'll, I'll, I will eat meat still like once in a while, like, but not, you know, maybe like one day a week.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it's still like something, right? Like you said, you took a step in that direction.
1: Yeah. Listen, like, you know, once you have it, you know how good it is. It's hard to give it up completely, but you know. Oh yeah. I give
0: you credit. I couldn't do it. I, um, first off, I'm not a major like vegetable person. I've gotten better. I've gotten older just cuz I know it's good for me, but I I like like my meat and all that too much and I grew up on that and I've always had that. So I don't think I could do that like at all. I mean, maybe a little bits here and there, but no. Yeah, but
1: you can do that. things like uh you can have there's there's cleaner meats, right? You can have like organic chicken that's hormone-free, you can have grass-fed meats and things like that and like we said like eggs, you can have pasture-raised eggs, things like that. So you can still you can there, there's things you can do, you know, to at least like be better because you know, they're not like, they're not, in, it's not entirely bad. Right. So obviously like people ate meat for thousands of years and they didn't have cancer and diabetes and all these things. Right. So cause right. then they went in their backyard and they, you know, they cut the chicken's head off and they plucked the feathers and, you know, like they, so they, yeah. everything, everything was like farm raised. Right. And everything was, was done in your backyard or at the market. But now that everything's mass produced, everything has hormones everything has antibiotics everything right. has you know everything all this stuff all the crap added
0: to it. yeah it's true yeah i know we definitely do like get like grass-fed and things like that and hormone-free and and check out like all that kind of stuff and no fillers and no this yeah,
1: so you're doing you're doing better than than most people right so like you're you know you're preventing it and then like you know hopefully like uh you know, because like, so many kids have allergies, right? Why do they have allergies, right? Because their their gut screwed up, because they're you know they're they're ingesting all these things. So so many, how many kids have a food allergy, right? And right. Like you know, these things didn't exist a hundred years ago.
0: So. Right. So true. Yeah. That is, that's, that's such a good point. Well, okay, so speaking of things that didn't exist, um, <laughs> COVID didn't exist until recently. Um, and so uh, um, I wanted to talk to you about like, you know, when you guys were shut down and you went into, you know, quarantine, like the rest of us and you were home, but you were still kind of working and doing a lot of consultations and helping people with their skin as much as possible, myself included. I wanted you to talk a little bit about like, How you did that and how you kind of pivoted and were able to still help your clientele and help them keep their skin, you know, somewhat uh, normal before they got back to you?
1: Yeah, so we never closed our office technically. Um, We stopped seeing patients for treatments, right? Like for the typical like injectables and things like that. Um, Not because we wanted to or felt we had to, but we just didn't want to we didn't want people to think like, Oh, why are they open? They're so like, they're so greedy, you know, When all these other company businesses were closed. So we, we closed, um, but we stayed open because we um, we sell really um, high quality vitamins and we were doing like vitamin shots, right. To, to keep people's like, cause when when COVID still hit, you know, every, when COVID first hit, people were so scared. Right. So like the, really the one thing you could do for yourself was boost your immune system. Right. So we, Made sure that we were getting our patients like really high quality vitamins and making sure that they're protecting themselves that way, and then obviously we were doing virtual consultations. So instead of um, you know, instead of people coming into the office, we would we would jump on Facetime or on on Zoom and and just do uh, consultations and 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 basically just kind of put placeholders there for when we did open. And then we opened in like the middle of May, and we didn't open because we really wanted to. Um, I was actually enjoying COVID life to be honest. And you just opened because so many people were calling us and emailing us like, like I, we have to open, you have to open, we need our treatments. We need, we need, we need our injectables. We need all this stuff. Right. So we opened and you know, people just, you know, they wanted to come in people didn't care, you know, like we were very safe about it. So we were, we COVID tested every patient. We did like a rapid COVID test, like outside in the parking lot before we brought the patient in the office. And we only let two people in at, at one time. There's only two people in the office at one time. And so we were really safe about it. And, um, you know, luckily, and then if anyone tested positive for COVID, we just didn't let them in the office. You know, we just sent them away. So we told them to go quarantine themselves. And, and that was it. And come back and see us in like two or three weeks. So, you know, that was that. And, uh, but it was, it was fine. You know, it, nothing, nothing more. And then we, we, you know, we sent, we sent our products by mail to people that wanted them and needed them. And that's kind of how we pivoted. So we've been, you know, we've been open since like the middle of May and um, we've been busy just because uh, you know, like I was telling you, it's people were like zooming for the first time and people were always on video chatting, whether it was for work or with family, cause they weren't seeing anyone. So everyone was on video chat and you don't, you never see yourself like expressive right you don't watch yourself talk right you look at yourself in the mirror and like with a still face and but now you're seeing yourself talk and you see yourself making expressions now you start to see your wrinkles so i was like telling my wife when like covid started and I, we were zooming people i'm like people are going to start freaking out because they're going to start seeing like how many wrinkles they actually
0: have you're sure you see yourself and you're like oh my gosh actually i have to be honest it's so funny you say that like because i've been doing so many zooms and when i do like you know, um, even like fashion consultations and that kind of thing on visual, or even when I've had some podcasts where people are like, Oh, let me just see you so we can interact. And if it's just audio and it's funny, I've actually been pretty happy because I have been using, you know, your skincare and have noticed, like, obviously I haven't done, you know, injectables or Botox or anything since before I was pregnant with Amelia. So it's been almost like three years or something like that. And so like, I, you know, I've been like, I started noticing more, you know, wrinkles, that sort of thing. And then I started using, you know, your products. I started noticing, you know, they're still there, but they're way more softened and like way softer. And like you were saying, when you look at yourself on zoom, like I would look in the mirror and I'd be talking and I'm like, okay, there's a little lines, but they're not too bad for like what they were. And I actually would get excited in seeing that like my skin was actually like holding up pretty well. So I could imagine the opposite effect of that of like, Oh God, don't make that face because look at what's happening. <laughs> so I bet people were reaching out to you like help, like help fix me again, <laughs> especially here in uh, California. I mean, that just kind of seems to be people's uh, MOs.
1: <laughs> yeah. LA is not uh not a place, uh, to, to not have your Botox, I guess. Right. So.
0: Yeah, totally. You don't have your Botox, not have your fillers your this, you're that. I mean, I feel like I, I mean, no shade. It's like, good for you. That's what makes you happy. I definitely was, uh, all for that before I had my girls, I was definitely feeling like I needed to get like, lip filler and Botox and all that and I mean I have moments where I miss it and I look at pictures and I'm like oh look how nice but it's like you know I feel like maybe down the road again when I'm done having like babies and done breastfeeding and everything else like if I really want it then maybe I'll do it but I don't know if I'll do it as much as I was I feel like I was kind of addicted and I feel like that kind of can be the vibe here in LA is like People do it so much, then you wonder if people are like, oh my God, your face looks so different, which but I wanted to talk about with you since like you do do so much of that. I've seen a lot of your work and it's very natural looking and they don't look like, God, what the hell did you do to your face?
1: Well, that's on, I mean, that's on purpose. Like there's nothing worse than when you can tell someone has done something. So, you know, we're, we're always like, we're, we're extra conservative um, as a practice because we don't want people to look like they've had, had work done. And most people don't, you know, like it's, it's very over-exaggerated because in reality, especially in LA, like a large percentage of the population, you know, they have work done. Right. So if you don't, if you don't notice it, you know, that means that it was good. Right. It was natural. You just notice the people that overdo it. Right. You just know people, you just notice like the bad jobs. So, but there's so many people that you don't notice that have it, that do it because like, you know, they, they haven't overdone it. So that's the that's the bad rap that that you know that the industry gets is because you know you assume everyone's gonna look fake or look like a Barbie doll or you know you know look crazy, but um, in reality most people don't. And um, there's a really good way of doing things, and 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 you know in terms of anti aging, and there's so many advances you can do to just like you know I always I always tell patients like one thing because like when someone comes in and they go I want to look ten years younger, I kind of roll my eyes and <laughs> like, you know I. you know, that's fine to want that. And and that's, and it's attainable, right? If you're like 60, it's attainable. If you're, if you're 40, it's not really attainable, but it's, I always tell people like, you know, if you're 40 years old, right. Just try to look like this when you're 50, just, just keep, just keep, stay where you are. Right. So if you do these things, you'll stay where you are and eventually you'll look younger than everyone else. Right. So that's kind of like, my motto um don't don't try to like change somebody but just you know anti-aging right like just just stay where you are and you know it might not give you like the crazy instant gratification that people are looking for but if you stick to it you know you're going to be really happy in the long run and you'll never be called out for doing something
0: true well yeah and I know before you were saying too that like you kind of miss. Um, being in quarantine with COVID so can you share a little bit about like why you miss it now that you're you know back at work and um, you know in the office and everything like why for you um, it was something that you actually kind of enjoyed I think so many people are still obviously home um, and struggling right now and I think it's interesting to hear different people's perspectives because I think it really um, helps all of us kind of come together on this since we're all going through it but we're all going through it obviously in different ways
1: yeah i mean listen like obviously no one likes it right you don't want like people like dying and you don't want people getting sick and and you don't of want course. people like struggling economically and things like that but there were a lot of positive things that happened out of it right and so like i, I would always joke around like i really enjoyed you know being one of the only because we were we were an essential business right so we were doing covid tests and we were doing like uh you know medical you know medical work right we were doing like vitamin injections and things like that so we were always open and when when you know the first few months there was no there were no cars on the road right in la it's just <laughs> it's so amazing right to just drive and like not not have any cars i was literally a 30 minute commute it was like now 18 minutes for me it was just like crazy so um but it just you know like life is sometimes too fast right and you're trying to like everyone is all about like vacations and shopping and and you know parties and all that and they like kind of start to forget like what you know life is like really all about and it's really all about like you know your true friends and your and and your family and and just like being home and 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 and, you know don't give into the rat race so much and people weren't like getting their hair done and their nails done and all these things because they didn't care right they were just home like they weren't you know they were spending time with their children right like you said your husband didn't really get to see his you know your first daughter like grow up so much but now he's home with your second daughter and he's seeing things that he never saw before that's like that's really nice and he would have never gotten that if it wasn't for this right
0: yeah so So, true
1: there's always like a positive spin to everything right so um but yeah i mean listen like everyone like looks at things like differently and obviously like people that had relatives die or things like that you know from from the virus obviously they're not going to agree with that sentiment but at the end of the day it's like there's a positive outlook for it for anything right and so you can always take the positive out of something
0: yeah no it's so true no and there's obviously like everyone's gonna look at it differently like you said and it, you know it is a very um heavy time that it's been but at the same time i agree with you i completely and you know because you know me and like even running in and out of your office like crazy Pregnant, like I was never one to pause or, you know, stop the hamster wheel and be on the go. And it's definitely given me time to be able to pause and enjoy the pause and actually lean into it and find those blessings in it and learn and teach myself and evolve in a whole new way. So I completely agree with you. There definitely has been some positives that have come from this and that I think each of us kind of have been taught in our own ways.
1: Yeah, definitely. So but we'll we'll see what we'll see what this winter brings, right?
0: Yeah, so true. So true. Well, and um so you know, with that being said, and now you know you're officially like kind of back at the office and working and everything, how is it? Like is it I know you guys are doing obviously all the safety protocols and everything, but is it is it weird? Like how does it feel? Like I'm just curious because like I haven't really been other than like, you know, postpartum checkup or a couple of chiropractic things here there like i told you i'm dying to get in sometime this fall you know to you um you know to do another facial and just do a little like checkup and consult but you know i haven't really been out in the world that much per se so i'm kind of curious like how it has felt for you
1: um nothing's really changed for me because i was never that person that like panicked from from the whole situation uh but um know we're we're busy thankfully and uh you know people like want to come in they want to do their they want to do their treatments like you said so listen like you know come in next week we'll uh you know we'll get you in but um everything you know everything's been fine like I said like people and you know most people appreciate the fact that we are testing everyone before they come in some people find it to be annoying and I'm like listen you know like if you want to come like this is what you have to do and if you just wait till till this thing's all over with if you don't want to like get tested before you come in but it's also you know our staff um wants people to be tested before they come in right like everyone you know like everyone has a little bit of anxiety about it you know like sure. a different level of it so um but uh for the most part you know like people come in you know they wear their masks and you know we take their masks off when they come in and you know it, it, it's fine it, it it is what it is you know like it's, it's just as safe as going to the grocery store or anything else, you know, like that. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and were you guys like, you said you got, when we were talking before we started recording, you said you got like pretty busy right away. Cause everyone was kind of wanting to come in and get their, you know, face done, and their injectables and, and that. I'm curious, is there like one main service that you were like really getting hit up for once you kind of were really fully back in the office?
1: Well, the, the typical stuff that you're always busy with, right? Like, so the, the Botox, you know, because people are coming in, they're like, oh, I haven't had my Botox for six months or nine months or, you know, something like that. And um, so that, that was like the obvious one. Um, but, you know, everyone like, uh, everyone put on a little weight, right? During quarantine. <laughs> like, 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 the
0: quarantine like, 15, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so
1: um, we were really hit up with, um, with you know, non-invasive liposuction treatments and things like that. So we do, it. we do, um, like, Injectable lipolysis, right? Like Kybella and things like that, um, where we inject the fat to destroy the fat cells and and uh, and shrink, you know, and, and so people like kind of like lose inches. So that was like really popular. Uh, it is popular now, right? Because like almost. <laughs> you know, it's bad to say, but like, uh, you know, we, have, we, t- we take pictures of everyone when they come in, you know, we have like this, you know, you've seen it, like this professional camera system that we oh, take. It's like
0: a serious system. You don't like sit your chin up perfectly on this like little stand thing. They get cool. you from every angle. It took me probably two or three appointments to actually sit the right way.
1: <laughs> right. So, um, and then, so we see their pictures from like their last visit, which was like six months or nine months before. And, you know, most people have gained weight right? So, um, but sometimes it makes people look better, right? Because like the wrinkles are not as, as prevalent because their face is like blown up a little bit. Um, so from that standpoint, it's good, but, um, you know, people see themselves because, you know, people don't realize it, right? Because you know, even if you only gain like five or 10 pounds, like it sometimes it doesn't show. But um, when people see it, they're like, whoa, I really gained weight during this like quarantine or so that, that was kind of the funniest part of like people seeing their pictures and noticing that they- gained weight over this this period
0: totally that's so funny i love it well before i um let you go like what would be like quick skin tips that you would have for us going into the fall um besides getting of course your skincare line like what would be like just kind of some basic tips for people that are listening that like want to take care of their skin maybe they're not really fully out in the world still um and they're home And, you know, they're like, okay, I want to really make sure I do a good job this fall, you know, with my skin and everything in the new season. Like what would be some basics? Obviously, I know everyone's skin is different, but like, what would just be like your advice?
1: Yeah. Like that was going to tell you, like everyone, everyone, everyone needs something different. Right. But, um, just, you know, everyone is obsessed for some reason about having like so many products, right. People like want to have like you know, you go into like Sephora and they want to sell you seven or eight different products. And it's such bullshit. Like you only need a few things. Like that's it. Unless you're doing some really crazy treatments that you need to recover from and you need special products to, to help you heal faster or things like that. Like what you're doing right now, you have a really good antioxidant, vitamin C, you have a good face wash and you have a good sunscreen. That's like 80% of it right there. Okay. And if you don't have, you know, as long as you don't have acne or, you know, things like that, you don't need anything else. And so you're just keeping it simple. Um, you know, just make sure your your ingredients are clean and make sure like even drinking water, it's such it's like a silly thing that people don't realize, but it's so it's so important for, for healthy skin. And people don't realize like what literally what you eat, you know, literally shows up on your face. And it's you know, when someone comes in and their face is a little bit red or they you know, you can sense like someone has a little bit of inflammation and you, you start to talk to them and you realize like that they're either on medication or they're, you know, they, they eat a really poor diet. And, um, it's just, you know, like, you know, like a, a good probiotic is so important because unfortunately a lot of people do take medication and it just kills and destroys your gut. And so that shows up on your face. So like a really good probiotic is, is important. And, um, and taking like a, a really good vitamin C product, like, you know, ingesting it, like whether it's pill form or, um, or a, a liquid or a powder form, you know, just making sure it's clean and, and bioavailable. Um, but it's really simple and, you know, um, and you know, any of your listeners, like they can always message me on Instagram or, you know, message our, our medical spa and just like ask a question or ask a skincare tip. And like, we're always happy to help and, and like offer some advice. And so... No, but that, that's really, those are the basics just be just be simple like it's really you don't need all of these things because you're most likely hurting yourself because you don't know what you're putting on your skin anyway
0: Ooh, that's such a good tip so would you say like obviously it sounds like less is more and like if you really don't know what it is maybe don't take a chance and put it on your skin like maybe just keep stay, stay to the basics until you actually like have someone like yourself who is an expert and could say, Hey, yeah, that's good for you. Or like, Hey, no, it's not. Yeah. It's just that
1: people assume, Oh, this, this product is so expensive. It must be good. Right. And like that, that there's like these products like La Mer and all these things that cost hundreds of dollars and they couldn't be more toxic to your skin. It's, it's insane that people pay, they go into like Bloomingdale's, or they go into like Saks, and they pay $400 for a, a night cream. And I look at it, I look at the ingredients and I'm like, you, you know, it, it, it's just crazy to me, but you know, it is what it is. People are, you know, people just uh, you always assume it's, it's not like, it's not our fault. It's just like you, you assume if something's expensive or something comes in like a beautiful package, it must be good. Right. Cause it's expensive. But in reality, you really have to like, you owe it to yourself. It's your body, right? You only live once, like, you know, figure it out and, and, and use clean products.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's so true. And I love what you said, like something like Lemaire, which is so expensive and like looks so beautiful, but yet it's like so toxic for your skin. I think that's like, so like mind blowing to so many people is like, wait, that beautiful thing in a bottle isn't good for me. Like it's, um, it's obviously like the aesthetics great, but it's not actually good for your skin. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it makes you—it it does make your skin look good for like those first few hours or a day, right? And that's what people really want. They want like something that smells good or that looks good on their skin immediately, but they're not thinking about the long term. It, like, it, it, I don't blame them, right? Because like if you if you look good wearing something, like you're gonna wear it, right? You're 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 gonna look at you don't think about oh, what is this doing to me? So,
0: true. No, that's so so true. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Tell us where we can find you and follow you, and of course um, where they can get your amazing skincare line that I'm obsessed with. Tell us all the deets. Uh,
1: so the, the name of the line is realm skincare. So it's, you know, realm, Realmskin.com. Um, you you can follow, I mean, I don't, I actually don't get too into like, um, my business on my personal Instagram, like in my personal Instagram is like just my name, Mr. Michael Farah, but I don't really get into it so much. It's, um, but, um, you know, just message us like rejuvenate is, is the name of our medical spa and like realm skin official is our Instagram. And if, you know, anyone has any questions, they can find our products on Amazon. They can find products on our website. Um, and, uh, you know, anyone that lives in LA, they can come into our office and pick up products. And, uh, like I said, just, you know, ask questions, like, don't be, don't be shy and like, don't, you know, cause people get embarrassed cause they don't know. Right. So just, just ask.
0: Totally. And if you want to see his adorable family, then you can go to his personal Instagram because they're pretty cute. And that's, that's where he posts that there. And then, like you said, all the other stuff is skincare and all the beautiful uh, results that you see from it. And if you are in LA, you know, make sure you guys mention me, Allie. So he knows you're, uh, you know, listening to this or check down on social and I'm sure, you know, Michael will take uh, extra care of you. So thank you so much, Michael, for being on my show until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Ali Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.